0: Go Gadget Podcast. And we're here. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Go, go, Gadget. What a good podcast you're about to listen to, everyone. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Classic Movie Banter, that podcast where myself, one Detective Brenton, and that other guy, Detective Nathan, <laughs> we review movies that are 20 years or older, which, you years. guessed it, makes some classics. Classic movies, that's what we talk about here. The and old We ones. tell you, yeah, the oldies, the oldies, and we tell you whether they're, they're, they're oldies but goodies, or they're just oldies, and old and should probably... Pass, pass on. Oh yeah, next, of course. You know, war. we talk yeah, about all you know the greats. I
0: mean. We talk about your godfathers, your deliverances, your bloody Bridge Over River Choirs, and alongside that canon, Brenton.
1: We'll even talk about your bloody Emerald City, we will. We'll oh, even we talk will. about bloody that Oh, we will, bloody know well. it on his head. A 61-year-old
0: doing a podcast, trying to get boy. We're talking about our own profession, Brenton. We're putting on our detective hats and we're talking about Inspector Gadget, aren't we?
1: Oh, bitches, that's
0: right. <laughs> Brenton, we're toying with our 20-year room. We're bloody dancing on the rope because we're celebrating the 20-year anniversary of Inspector Gadget. July 23, oh. this landmark film was released uh, to an unsuspecting audience in 1999. And since then, what a staple of cinema it's become. I don't think you can mm. walk down a street these days, Brenton, without someone screaming at you, Inspector Gadget. Frankly, it's annoying in my opinion.
1: Yeah, look, it needs to stop, guys. Whoever keeps doing that just needs to stop because my gadgets start going and then I can't stop them.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine just walking down the street? You see some like homeless drunk fucker just like stumbling about. He's like, go, go, gadget. <laughs> I'm like, wow, he's. The Inspector gadgets really changed over the years, hasn't he? It's like, keep walking, Billy. Like,
1: <laughs> Man, I have a question for you. Yes. Could you just pitch me this movie? I thought you were about to like lean into me with your fingers like, can you
0: pinch me this movie? <laughs> <laughs> the way you're holding up your hand, I'll pinch you this movie.
1: Nathan 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 settle down that that, that segment's coming in two weeks we oh, did, okay. no spoilers yeah. no spoilers a here, brand for new on. segment for our listeners Pinching me <laughs> <in> this movie
0: <laughs> you just walk into like a Hollywood studio some like some exec is just like going to the director just pinching him he's like make my movie and the guy's like ow stop it it's like I'll stop if you give me millions it's like fine <laughs> do you think that's
1: what happened here? I'll let you pitch. <laughs> All or right. Well,
0: pinch. welcome. Thank you for letting me in to your Hollywood office, Mr. Respectable Movie Producer Brenton. Um,
1: you're Thanks. welcome. You have a couple minutes, so hurry the fuck up.
0: Shit. All right. Um, hello. <laughs> I am apparently creative, allegedly creative, and I have an idea for you. Do you know the beloved television cartoon Inspector Gadget?
1: Oh, that sparks a wee memory.
0: Ah, Oh, boy, done it? It's about a bloke, a normal bloke who works as a security guard in, I don't know, some period of time in some random city, kind of inconspicuous, and he's like, oh, you know what? I want to be a police officer, so he attempts to be a police officer, and he fucks it up, Brenton, like, beautifully, and so once he fucks it up, he is given the gifts of gadgets, Brenton. Now, I want you to imagine the human body, but instead of, like... Regular orifices. What's that word? Orifices. That's it. Imagine instead of that, it's bloody gadgets. Gadgets popping out of your left, right, center.
1: Uh, can you can you give a few examples of some gadgets just to get my mind working? You know, well what to
0: I'm be at a class detective. You need to fill him out with all the gadgets. I'm talking Mm. your bloody toothpaste gadget. I'm talking your bloody comb gadget. You know what? Now I think about it, it's mostly grooming gadgets.
1: Hmm. Well, you know what? You're getting my creative juices flowing and my imagination rearing with what you're saying. I think I'm going to give you lots and lots of money to make this movie, but I have a question. Yes. Who would you cast as the titular Inspector Gadget? I...
0: You know what <laughs> there have been a lot of names thrown around for this bloody role. Um, you know lots and lots of names we could we could talk about who could who could take on this this iconic part. You know we could we could uh, do bloody Tom Hanks, we could do Robin Williams, we could do Steve Martin, we could do Chevy Chase. But you know who I think actually would be best out of all of them? Oh, who? Who? Have you seen the producers in the year 2005?
1: Uh, uh uh i mean that hasn't happened yet but 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 sure i can foresee it all
0: right the main guy from that matthew Broderick. <laughs> let's pinch him put him in his bloody disney movie and let's make a really kid version kid friendly version of inspector gadget and before i and that's just the man cuz this man's got some bloody side characters mate he's got his daughter penny who goes with him on missions uh he's got a bloody dog uh, who ...who's just there... ...he's got a car, Brenton... ...that's... ...we'll get to the car... ...and and then he's also got a love interest... ...this other scientist... ...so you got this ragtag team... Uh, uh, ...trying to figure out a crime... Mm, ...and, and mm. stop a bad bloke... ...called mm. Claw...
1: ...ah, yeah, well, you know what... ...like I said... ...my senses are a tingling... And uh, I, th- I think I want to give you this money. Uh, uh, just, just to, just to, just to quickly just, check like, I'm in. i like, <laughs> just, 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 just last thing. Uh, I think it would Bert work better than instead of uh, Inspector Gadget's daughter joining him on the missions, maybe oh, yes. his, his niece. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like that might be a bit... I, I'm just... I've got to... Poor... That's right. For some
0: reason... Yeah, that's right. That way he could actually have a love interest without the kid being like, oh, wait, what about my dead mother? It's
1: like... Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I feel like i feel like i have some uh you know my my niece and i for example don't have a very good relationship and i feel like i could show this movie and show her the ways that we could connect you know yeah yeah in yeah, the same way people yeah. turn
0: to guardians of the galaxy you know for that mother to son and father son you know connectivity totally inspector totally. gadgets for obviously the the uncles and the nieces you know that that exist in the world this is nathan their
1: he's he's the check Go make the movie. I okay. expect I, I expect a mighty profit from this one. Oh mate, you, you just wait and see. And uh so Brendan, p- that's good, the pitch. <laughs> good pitch, good pitch. Well done, well done. Um so Nathan, Yes. I'm getting straight into this. Yes. Is Inspector Gadget the best film ever made? <laughs> <laughs> ah, i wish it was brenton
0: oh i i go to sleep and i bloody go on, i i sit by the bed on my knees and i pray to the lord above that this movie would be the best movie of all time i wish it was brenton um, and how
1: was your faith rewarded
0: <laughs> how i ask myself that every day um my faith was not rewarded with the best movie ever made it it might it might be the stupidest and we've seen a lot of stupid movies it's definitely the most one of the most insane movies i think i've seen in a while renton and it's funny cuz you and i have seen this before haven't we
1: we have I, I can't remember the last time i saw it i saw it many 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 years ago
0: yeah when we were young little tykes running about and uh, you know, we we as a child, I bloody loved this movie. It was a staple of the childhood. I was like, I want to be Inspector Gadget. I want to bloody go go gadget chainsaw arm and that kind of shit. And I'm sure you did too. And so we're now older men, Brent, and We're adults, and and we're looking back on this,
1: maybe with nostalgia goggles. But like, what like, wh- where do you sit on this, mate? Okay, so just let me put on my fedora. For our listeners at home, I've literally got a fedora you're on. You're literally head.
0: wearing a go-go gadget cap. I like, I am. Are you Matthew Broderick?
1: Like- hey, 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 hey! Let's not put ideas in the audience's head. Uh, uh, let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm undercover. Be a great review. We're reviewing this because you're actually Matthew Broderick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been un- Brenton. <laughs> I've been under cu- undercover this whole time. Even worked it. out this wonderful Australian accent. Here we go. Um. So here we go, Nathan. I'm with you. I, I have fond memories of this movie mm. for some reason i remember basically all the scenes in it but like 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 a memory that's <laughs> like faded. A, like a
0: wild dream
1: like yeah, exactly like a memory that's faded that you remember it when you're watching it again and you remember the 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 good memories associated with that with with that memory but when you watch it and you expect to see have that same feeling and you don't have that same <laughs> feeling because it's a pile of shit. <laughs> it, it does a lot for your confidence uh, and especially uh, your confidence in, in how you reviewed movies when you were around five years old. Nathan, this movie's a piece of shit. In saying it that, it is kind of an enjoyable piece of shit because it's not too long, but it f- starts to feel long at the same time. It? It's almost like, like say- taking a shit yourself. yes, yes. Yes, if you enjoy taking shits, you might enjoy this movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, you know when you like stand up off the toilet and you're like, "That's good to get out of my system." You know, exactly. that's kind of what you'll feel after finishing Inspector Gadget.
1: Pop a squat, take a dump. If you enjoy it, pop on S- Inspector Gadget. You know, you- <laughs> I'm sure they'll put that on the DVD
0: cover, won't they, Brenton?
1: <laughs> Straight from CMB. Hey, uh, I'd also like to say, in saying all of that, that I think this might be, and I mean this sincerely. I think this could possibly be the worst screenplay that has ever appeared in a in a review on this podcast. That's I think this is true. the worst, and that's I including the non-existent screenplay that Cats had. Like that's no Cats. I was, and you know what? Great minds think alike because I thought straight to Cats. I was like, Cats is in, con- <laughs> well, in it's consideration. It's our go-to punching bag. Like. But but as much as we want to fucking shit on Cats. All of the lyrics in that musical are based on T. S. Eliot's uh, poems. Uh, but that, which but is, so is
0: Inspector Gadget, Brenton. Didn't you notice? Fuck off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but at least you have T. S. Eliot, and they're they're fun. Kind of like I guess, like if you read the poems themselves without watching the musical, like you can still read those poems and appreciate, you know, the techniques on display. And they're they're pretty. they you know, it's good writing. It's cute. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie, which go watch that episode, people, if you haven't. Oh, I should say yeah, listen don't to watch that the episode. movie, just listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. Take a dump. All right. <laughs> then listen to our review of cats, and if you, and if you like our review of cats, then consider watching Inspector Gadget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine someone who listens to the podcast, just
0: like in their bathroom, like with their housemates, and like the and like a housemate walks past their bathroom and they hear your and my voices exiting the bathroom, and in between like our chats, you hear, and
1: yeah. Of like the shit hitting the water, it's like ooh. <laughs> Nathan, what would be funny? What would even be even better, ladies and gentlemen? Would if you did these three activities all at the same time? Then you're in for a wild night. That's what I'll say to that. <laughs> so speaking of shit, Inspector Gadget. It's, yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> look, it's you're right. It's a pretty
0: shit screenplay. Like it's, it's, it's a bad movie. I, I, I it is a bad movie. Like. Like it's there are there are good things in this movie. There is fun to be had in this movie, and it's, and and like I'll focus on the good before I focus on the bad. I feel like that's a nice way we can do it. Let's compliment sure. sandwich this bitch, Brenton, before sure. you know we <laughs> we we cut that cord. So. Let's talk about the good. Matthew Broderick. What do you think of his performance as, as Inspector Gadget?
1: Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: bizarre, isn't it? Like, like I kind of like it. I think, like, I don't know what else he could have done with this
1: script. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, look, you know what? He's, he's kind of got that whole all-American, like, the everyday man going. But at the same time, he's also got a bit of... <laughs> I can relate him to Jamie Foxx's... Uh, uh, interpretation of fucking Electro from Sp- The Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Of, like, this goofy kind of weird thing that's kind it's of... It's like, humans like this just don't exist. Someone, like, exactly, exactly. It's bizarre.
0: It's like the um, screenwriter has never met a human in real life. It's like, I swear the only notes he had was just, like, Matthew Broderick make weird faces, and that's all he I, had.
1: It's kind of like watching... It's the, one of those performances that's, like, watching a, a, a train... Which has no passengers, no drivers, there's just it's it's a drone. And yeah. you watch that train just go off the rails and then fall off a mountainside and down a cliff before landing in a river and then it kinda sinks to the bottom of that river. And then <laughs> And then, like an avalanche, kind of happens where it's fallen off the mountain. These huge boulders kind of come down, and they oh, they continue, they fall into the river as well. And then they kind of like crush the train on the riverbed. <laughs> but that and all of that is happening in a like on a like a David Ad- Attenborough style documentary with just slow motion. Like it goes for like <laughs> it goes for like seven hours. Like as oh this happens, God. and 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 you, you your your eyes are kind of glued to the thing, like seeing this disaster unfold. And you don't really want to watch it because you've got better things to do. But at the same time, you can't look away because there's just something so interesting about destruction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it is interesting, isn't it? I I attest, Brenton, that the directing in this is interesting. It yes. is very interesting. <laughs> yeah yeah. I guess yeah. like like. Like it reminds me a little bit of Sam Raimi. Like, like, sure, you yeah. you've got lots of. It's got that like early two thousands energy. There's lots of zooms. There's lots of like sound
1: effects to literally every fucking action in this movie. There's like a and a whoo and a poink. Like it's. I can get around all that. I can get around the editing choices. I can get around... I can... Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There's there's some life. There's some vibrancy. It's it's cartoonish in that sense. What mm. I can't get around is, though, dude, is these bloody scene changes with these weird Yeah, like animations. these, like, 90s, like, 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 what is it, 3D models? Like... Oh, boy. It's terrible. Like, the opening credits to this film, like... Oh, my god! Oh, uh, Just an absolute train wreck. Because like, it
0: plays the mm, iconic music, and you're like, yeah, 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 fuck yeah, Inspector Gadget. Oh, but it's yeah. like... It's like a horrible CGI. But it's, like. it's, yeah, it's terrible. Oh. Uh, Speaking but, of horrible CGI, good God, the special good effects. Good Lord, things. good Lord. We've come a long way.
1: We've come <laughs> a long way. <laughs> We're That's so sorry,
0: like. bloody... What was it? Spellbound? We're so sorry, Spellbound, for mate for think... shitting on your skiing <laughs> scenes. Like...
1: Thank goodness, honestly, thank, it's movies like this that make me go, thank goodness that Lord of the Rings happened. So that, like, we could kind <laughs> of, like... So the general public of, are like, no, no, there's good shit being made. Exactly, exactly. And we kind of then, it pushed that technology far enough forward that films could start utilising it in a way that wasn't deplorable. Um, oh, my goodness. This is, this yeah, there's some stuff, there's some shots in this film using special effects and CGI that are just... Horrid. But at the same time, I appreciate at the same time that when with the film sticks to those special effects. And you see some really cool stuff occasionally. Mm. Like the film. practical cool
0: effects I thought were kind of fun. Like I get yeah. around that. But like,
1: yeah, it's
0: it reminds me a little bit of the original Scooby-Doo film. Like, like how it's a little bit re- hyper silly. It's not really real. Like it kind of feels like a 90s Batman movie. You know, like Batman sure. and Robin. That's probably the definitely. closest thing I can parallel this to. Like,
1: definitely, but better. I will say, but better. Oh, definitely um, better. Oh, is this better Batman and Robin?
0: I mean, they're both I shit. I would, like, I would,
1: I would say. Look, I would say in terms of execution, it's probably better. Like from a direction standpoint, from a technical standpoint, maybe from a, like a screenplay perspective. Like the plot is just so terrible in this film.
0: It's so. Th- Within. there's no plot like there's literally no plot like the whole like once he becomes Inspector Gadget he knows exactly what to do there's there's no detective work there's maybe one little mystery he needs to solve that he immediately gets like
1: and it's one of those films as well that bar one character every single character in this film is insane they don't exist in real they're, life they're,
0: oh speaking of bloody insane what the fuck is Rupert Everett's performance in this movie Rupert Everett's performance in this movie might be my favorite thing in this movie. <laughs> this is Jared Leto level shit. Like this is like, oh,
1: oh, I don't know. It's pretty I don't know good. If we can go it's that pretty far. great. It's it's, 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 it's like <laughs> Eddie
0: Redmayne kind of like go level shit. You know? Oh so, yeah,
1: it's yeah. That's that's the playing field we're on here. Oh yeah, and, it and it's is incredible, glorious, and it is I'm amazing. so glad it
0: exists because <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm looking at him going, you're Prince Charming, and this is the shit you're doing right now. It's like, like, he, like he's just. Oh, especially as like as he gets more towards the end of the movie, and you kind of have him face off with Inspector Gadget, he goes batshit crazy out of nowhere. Like he kind of goes oh, from dude. like like snarky like evil businessman to like like fucking bonkers like 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 bloody Joker level kind of stuff. It's crazy, and There's I love it, Brenton. I love there... his performance. I don't care. How I shit do too. It
1: is. I do. I do. It's probably my favorite performance in this film. But at the same time, it points out a glaring fact that like all the performance in this film. All the performances in this film aren't consistent, and I just want to point out the side characters. And I don't mean oh, like yeah. I don't mean like the supporting cast. I mean like the side characters, the characters such as the henchmen. <laughs> they all had to have
0: a little bit of a kumbaya around the fire to make this shit blow up.
1: <laughs> the characters such as the henchmen, the characters such as the mayor, oh, the characters oh. such as like the the scientist. Uh, uh, that is on. That is working for Claw and and uh the 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 father of the of I think her name's Barbara, isn't it? The oh yeah yeah yeah. The, her the father one that, who actually yeah. puts all this together. These characters are just so strange, and because they're on this playing field dealing with all this insanity, and they're trying to match it, it just comes of across as just I don't know, like like. I can't even describe it. It's just so out of place in a film that is already out of place.
0: Which... <laughs> you know you fucked up when you're in this hyper-real world and even the hyper-real characters feel out of place. Yeah, like, so...
1: like out of all of them, I,
0: the one I, I want to really narrow on is the bloody mayor. Because she is just... Fucking cuckoo! I don't know what's going on with her because you meet her, you meet her. By, by the way, you, you can spoil this movie, and so I will we'll say some things for the spoilers. But, like, Definitely. I remember when you meet her, and like and, and like, just you know, going through the transformation, and she like, comes out of nowhere, and she's so hyperactive, and she's kind of checking on how things are going, you know, with the millions of dollars they spent on this program, and the whole film, she's acting as though she's like some like uptight primary school teacher who has to deal with like eighty kids at once, <laughs> and like you can't ask her about anything. She has to get shit done, and she's like, "Well, I guess we're gonna have to do this, and maybe we'll do that." She reminds me of the bloody sheep from Zootopia.
1: <laughs> you know the sheep mayor there. I feel like that's a horrid comparison because at least <laughs> the sheep from Zootopia was actually a character and had like some consistency. The is yes, just—it's like a little bit of a like an uptight kind of thing. It reminded me a little bit of that. I'm not gonna blame the actor at the same time. And with oh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna blame to the
0: actor. That I- like. Like, no, no matter how I, those no. lines were written. No, no, like,
1: no, 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 Like, Like, I, like, if you're in this inner scene with, with, with Rupert Everett and Matthew Broderick, that are Jesus. literally, they're having, like, a seizure in front of you. They're going insane. And reputable and they've, 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 they've said action, and they're just going nuts. And you're expected to <laughs> you're act like alongside contagious. that. You're saying it's contagious. Got, you've got a director that's probably saying they're just being like, just fucking go nuts, the kids will love it. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then and then they've said, action, and you're meant to match that, earn your paycheck, and obviously, hopefully have a career uh, after this film, and oh hopefully have something that you can and has she and- on that? <laughs> no, no, my point is, is that, like, it, it comes across as an actor that's so desperate for some sense of meaning Jesus. with what they're doing. She's just, like, asking
0: for, like, some vaulted shots on the side of the soundstage. Just so they're, <laughs>
1: reaching, they're reaching for that final apple in the barrel, you know what I mean? And they're oh. just, like, they're just... She's trying to get it, but... And then she pulls the... And then what's funny is, once this film was released, she, like, pulled the apple out, and it was, like, a core. Someone had already eaten it. And she was, like... And she, like, she was gone by that point. She was, like... <laughs> she was, like, like oh, shit. And you
0: look at her. You look at her, Brenton, and, and you see this performance, and you're, like... You were so batshit insane. I remember when I first saw her, and Inspector Gadget wakes up, and the mayor's there, and he wakes up in the hospital. I really wish that scene had just perfectly mirrored the Doc Ock scene of waking up in Spider-Man Oh too. my god, yeah, that would be Could you imagine? Because he, yeah. wa- he wakes up, and he kind of freaks out. He's got all these gadgets in him. I really wish it just segued into hard horror, like the gadgets just go apeshit, and they
1: viscerally tear apart the mayor, and she dies. Dude. Remind me, I have a point on that scene to talk about in spoilers. But yes, your suggestion just then added some drama to the film. It oh. added some stakes. It added it added something. You know, this what movie I'm should have
0: segued into any other movie. I wish Matthew Broderick at one point just did the producers. I wish like like he would yeah. just like start
1: singing like, like cause he can. But he's just he's just what is he? doing in this movie look like, I don't know I don't know it, what happened like I just I have no clue because uh, this was a this from what I understand this was a reputable project this was something that yeah it had money behind
0: it like like Disney I, it, like it's 90s Disney but still 90s Disney was still going through the renaissance in animation like 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 why like speak of the other side characters that you brought up before why are the women so badly written in this like like what's that what's that is it fridging or something like that or not when they die <laughs> that's when they die at the start um what's it called is it the test it's like the bechdel test or something like that when like women are solely written to support the male characters
1: yeah like i I, think it's called
0: the bechdel test i think it's a thing in screenplays. where you can see if female characters actually have any agency the the three male characters in this all three of them
1: got nothing like absolutely nothing uh i will add on the top of that like i hear your point uh, and, I, and I agree with your point, but at the same time, it's even harder, because whilst trying to give agency to the male characters, that to begin with, have no agency, is like, it's a true feat of writing that, like, I just don't understand how it happened, let alone with a, with something that, was, that had all of these people sign on to do it, and this is what they spat out, but at the same time, we're saying this shit, dude, and I still kind of couldn't take my eyes off it you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying like it's bizarre I understand you
0: like I I, I, I hear you because at the start I was like oh yeah I can kind of get around this especially with the opening scene I'm like yeah I could do it I guess I can sit through it but I remember by the end this movie only goes for an hour ten but dear god I was struggling by the end of it I was yeah I totally was looking at that mark I was going how much longer how much longer? for an hour ten movie did it get that I wanted to get Mate, the fuck out by the end
1: as soon as we were going into the third act I was I was like all right And unfortunately, a lot of those final scenes in the third act just we get the point of them, we understand what it's what's at stake, we're trying to move forward, but the film just keeps staying on the same thing. Oh. And there's one thing in particular that it just couldn't get past, like a particular scene, a particular sequence. And I want to talk about it in spoilers because I was just like, move on. Like, oh. I don't,
0: It doesn't hold up for so many reasons, Brenton.
1: It doesn't, no. it just doesn't. I think no. one of the most egregious
0: things this movie does is the most, oh, is that bloody gadget mobile, especially. Like, that... That that racist nineties trope of a car, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, it's 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 something else. I'll say that it's uh, uh and you I look at it and you're like, it looks cool. You that's know That's the I mean? thing. Again, there's so much potential with it. You look yes. at it and you go, what a cool design! What a cool idea! And they, and they made the it. They ex- made the Gadget Yeah, car. yeah. And the way it's executed is just it's it's not that great. It has some moments. I will say it has some moments where you're like, oh okay, and then it'll suddenly start spouting some inconsequential stuff that's not that funny that's just kind of there to create noise he just sounds like
0: 90s Chris Rock like and it's and it's like it's like if Chris Rock was reading a script written by like the most white writer on the planet totally thinking, totally yeah. thinking what a black man would say and it's like and it's horrible it's horrible cuz he's like, he's like what's up homies what are you doing in this car let's let's go for a whack drive i'm the one that's driving also he's weirdly better he always breaks the fourth wall for whatever reason
1: yeah i yeah there's again there's just no consistency oh. um
0: yeah I just, it's, like, there's silly movies, and then there's this silly. Like, it's it's so silly, there's not a single ounce of consequence in this movie. I don't know who the screenwriter is, but, like, in every conceivable way, it just has no narrative, and it fails. And for you and I who appreciate good writing, and you know what? The animated series is good. They had good source material to base this shit off. It's an adaptation, Brenton, and they still fucked it up
1: hey it's possible it's uh more often than not I feel like because coming from the, we're living in a day and age where there's an adaption of anything Every coming out at any point one. oh and Brenton
0: it I- just came out of me just then I had a bloody another adaption oop, fly oop, across oop, the room oh 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 quickly uh, uh, g- get the fly net there goes the adaption ready oh uh, I right, got it oh, oh no fantastic. Brenton
1: it's another Cats movie oh gosh oh and it came out early um oh no <laughs> <laughs> I oh, don't know what wait <laughs> I don't know why we're saying "oh no" to Cats, though. The Cats film directed by Tom Hooper coming out at the end of the year, because I'm gonna go see that in cinema. Like, I'm gonna be the biggest. Like, I'm gonna, you're gonna like, drag like, me seriously, you, dude. I know it. No, I want to go see it with you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know. Like
0: I said, you're gonna literally drag me into the cinema. I'm gonna go, nope, 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 and we're gonna sit there
1: because there's there's nothing he's gonna do. He's not gonna suddenly inject it with some story. It's gonna be the same shit as before. So, like Nathan, Nathan, I'm with you, but there's a slither of something that it could come out and be this masterpiece. I doubt it completely, I think. But could you, like, like the people that are signed, again, it's kind of like an inspecting agent. the people that are involved here, and it's just like, who knows? Who, who knows? does know, Brenton?
0: Who does know?
1: Well, I know what I'm going to give this, what score I'm going to give this What, yeah, what give do you think, film. Brenton?
0: Does this feel, I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed we've put this in our canon, but I genuinely, before we watched this movie, Brenton, thought it could have a chance of holding up. It could okay. be
1: good. And what did you think? You you're on a roll here. You continue. No, no, no.
0: Oh, oh. What do you think, mate? You think I'm going to bloody kick this thing into the yay? Like no. Okay. Uh, okay. We both got well, the shovels out, Brenton. We're both looking into the hole, and we've got the corpse yeah. of of Gogo Gadget next to us. What are we gonna? <laughs> it's, it's like that scene where he's in the trash. It's like we're standing over the body. Do we wake him up or do we do we but, pile more rubbish on top of him?
1: Well, Nathan, I have the answer, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bit of a, a tiny spiel here. What I'm gonna say is is that what. I have fond memories of this movie. We've established that. And watching this again, it's kind of what I really wanted it to be was a film that was so bad that it was good. I wanted mm. it to be one of those. And it almost flirts with It, alm- it. it almost it, gets there. It, it it almost is. But at the same time there comes a point where something clicks within you and you're just done. You don't you don't you don't want it to continue. I was never done with Rupert Everett, I will say that. That never got old. No. <laughs> but 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 aside from that, everything else surrounding that, I was just, yeah, I was I was ready for bed, so to speak. So, yeah, look, go, go, you're next to me, next to you, me, give next this to to kids? Your Grave.
0: Would you put this on a Thursday night for kids? Mm, I feel like kids one. have better. Like, there's better shit to there give is, kids. There is
1: better, but... Knowing my memories of this film and and enjoying the gadgets especially and enjoying this concept, I'd enjoyed it as a kid. Maybe I'll, I'd put on the TV series. But well, we saw
0: it like only as children a few years after it came out. Like I think the kids would look at it today and see the CGI and be like, "This is sure
1: shit." Sure, sure. Like I I hear where you're coming from, but again, like maybe not because kids are kids are kids and they, they like they they do know the <laughs> difference. I think, but but there's, I think at the same time that still means time, they deserve better though no I, I, they do but my point is is that like there's something in this that as a kid I think sparks some sense of imagination of that that's a cool concept of like look at all these gadgets look at look at all mm. these things and that's very exciting and it, it it sparks imagination and creativity I guess so that's cool and it's worth watching I guess the kids in sense of that but they even have like a that, surrogate
0: character don't they Brenton with bloody um, Penny don't they <laughs> Oh,
1: exactly. But she's, she's like the, the flagship the most... of like, "Oh, this is what this is who you could be. She... You too could be helpful, you know?" shoot there was a uh, I'll talk about that in spoilers. Um okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've got the corpse next to me and uh, it doesn't have a heart unfortunately. It's not the tin man. It's going straight <laughs> into the grave and uh I'm starting to shovel dirt on top. Nathan, are you joining me? I'm joining you, mate. Let's bury this corpse. Alrighty. Well, All righty. Well, now that now that that's done. Ugh. ugh.
0: Ugh. All right, pulling that dirt on top. Right. Wait, while, we're, while we're packing the body in this dirt,
1: can you give me some spoilers? Spoilers! Nothing but spoilers! All righty, dude. Let's get into it. So I was, uh, let's talk about Penny, because we just brought up that. That was the most recent thing. You know what I hate about Penny as well? It's played by the chick. You haven't seen EuroTrip, have you? No, no.
0: I go on about EuroTrip. I bloody love EuroTrip. I've, I've talked about EuroTrip to death. She plays the main girl in EuroTrip who you see, like... Be very sexual, right? Yeah, Ooh. you see her in like her early twenties in that movie, played by the same actress. Years, years on, and she's an adult, and she gets very promiscuous in Europe, and there's drugs and sexual kind of stuff. Which
1: she's allowed to
0: do, like, but it, yeah. it's affecting. But your... seeing her as a kid,
1: Brenton, it bloody unsettles me. I'm like, okay. no. Uh,
0: what are I you doing out of Europe
1: me. and as a child? It's like. <laughs> I will say there was a point in this movie that I thought that Penny was the straight man, that she was the most normal character, but then there was a scene when she it hard cut to her in the gadget mobile with All Star blaring in the background. Oh
0: yeah. And she was
1: and she was dancing like an absolute imbecile. And I thought to myself, oh. she's as crazy as the rest of them, but <laughs> she's she's like a psychopath. She can kind of blend in, you know what I mean? Like- <laughs> do you reckon there's a
0: chance that he actually did die in that car explosion? Which, by the way, he should have fucking died in that car explosion. No one survives that, if no. you look at it. But do you reckon there's a chance that he did die, and in his last little moment before the flame engulfs him, this all, whole movie was one kind of crazy trip of what he wished had happened? You know,
1: I mean, there's a possibility. Uh, I don't think the screenwriter was competent enough to to no. to execute and that. At the end, you know, he bloody
0: saves the town, and then it realizes it flashes back to him being blown up by the guy in the car, and we realize it was all a trip. And then he's like, "But hey, you know, I'm still a bloody good security guard." Then, then I guess that'll do. I reckon I would have been a little bit happy with this movie if it did that, but it didn't, Brent. And it but was just stupid the whole way through.
1: He's not a good a, it, Inspector Gadget. Is an ignorant idiot. He is a He's fool. so
0: dumb. Especially He's- with that fucking carjacking scene. It's like, you idiot. They're in... The bloody thieves. They're trying to break into this car and he rocks up in the bloody car and the and inspector goes like, hey, people. And they're in prison, they're in prison, like, uniform and they're, like, trying to steal a car. inspector goes like, oh, just you forget your keys or whatever? And, like...
1: It's like, what are you doing? He he doesn't he doesn't have one competent act throughout the film. Like he doesn't he doesn't do anything. And not, there's no redeeming part of it either. No, exactly. So everything he literally does in this movie, actually, hmm. no, I shouldn't d- say that. He does do one thing. What one competent do? film. The one thing he does is in that helicopter scene when, for some reason, the the skid of the helicopter has gone under his jacket and it's scooped him up, and he gets the pen <laughs> yeah, and right. he ejects the pen like into the helicopter and uh destroys the panel or something like and yeah that's the, right. that's the one thing he does and he takes the advice and he, he goes into like that that zen mode and he takes the advice of uh our uh, i think it's an indian friend oh, god. The, oh the sage mate oh, let's talk about that that was like one of the worst things i've ever seen oh my god well should we get straight
0: to the stills <laughs> of the movie then if you want to talk about that
1: I mean, we can. I mean, we can skip to that quickly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, because we're going to talk about the Indian. So, uh, so Brandon and I, when we watch these movies, we like to take screenshots of funny moments. that <laughs> we think definitely stills the movie. <laughs> and there's a scene in this movie where, like, he's he's got he's gone a little bit off the hook. Inspector Gadget isn't really used to his gadgets. So so the scientist is like, you know what? Let's sit you down. Let's take you to a bloody guru. So they they rock up and they meet a, st- a racist <laughs> stereotype. Who's like, okay, oh. you got to you got to bloody meditate and calm down see these two little Zen balls in front of me. You got to grab the balls. And if you're over the age of 10, you can see the joke coming a mile away of what's going to happen. And so Inspector Gettys... Okay, so a little fucking like, Mickey Mouse hand pops out of his hat. And he starts to... Rec- no, out of his bloody arm. And he starts reaching across. And instead of grabbing the Zen balls, he actually grabs the guru's testicles. And he and he tugs at the nuts. <laughs> and, and the man's face opens wide and exclaim. But for some reason, as he's screaming in pain... The the editors of this movie have added CGI eyeballs onto yeah. him.
1: Yeah, they've done like they've I, they've either done that or they've done like a kind of like a like a really bad fish eye kind of like effect on his eyeballs, so that they've like blown them up to like inhuman size. And it's just awful. Not only that though, but they actually added a sound effect as well in the scene, and they raised oh. his voice by like probably like twenty octaves. Yeah, and it, he like just, Alvin and the Chipmunk's it. Like. So like from then on in the film, he's like. And you're like, what the hell? And also, in a kids' film, a uh, a uh, uh, a joke about crushing someone's genitalia. What's it doing there? Like- exactly. And then, so he literally gets taken by the ambulance, and he's got ice on his what? Well, well, once he's nuts, I guess. And oh uh, goodness, and off like, he goes. They
0: test these movies before it comes out. Did they think this tested
1: well, or was the whole film a trend wreck? like, fuck it, let's just keep it in. But like, what's What's bad is though, dude, is that even if this didn't test well and they needed to remove this scene, they could hmm. not remove it because the whole climax of the film relies upon the link to this scene, so <laughs> that he can eject the pen. And like, so there was no way they and could get rid of it. Doesn't say
0: everything about the movie? Exactly. But the climax of this movie rests on a fucking bull joke.
1: Exactly. That is the point. That's the point. It's insane.
0: <laughs> Oh, and it's just... so stupid because this movie starts out promising Brenton. The bloody opening scene where there's
1: the runaway bus, I was so in. Like, did, did you love that scene? Yeah, dude. It was like, because it has that ridiculous theatrical quality. Like, he catches yeah. the dog after he does everything. And it's all quite edited. It's all edited pretty well. Like, for some of the it's kids, it's edited movie, fantastically. Yeah. And you're just like, It's oh, like yeah. that one
0: scene where, where all the budget went. And it's so ridiculous. I love that as the bus goes past, someone's holding out a help sign. It's like, yeah. It's like, did you already have this on you before the bus
1: like <laughs> like lost its Dude, way? There's so like, many things of that scene that are just like little details that are just funny and and stupid so and good. and nonsensical, but like in a fun, good way that you think that there's been some thought put into this and some consistency is the word. Yeah, um
0: there's good writing in this. Like, I love it when um, he's hitting on the scientist outside the lab, and he's and he's like, oh, you know, there's lovely star. You know, he says, oh, nice stars out tonight, and she's like, oh, which ones? Like, who the fuck says that in real life? <laughs> <laughs> the next time I'm at a bloody campfire, and I'm going to say, like, oh, these are really nice. No, someone says, oh, these are really nice stars. I'll be
1: like, oh, yeah, which ones? <laughs> which, and then <laughs> which cluster... Ah, I just take everything so logically.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, bloody Sagittarius. That's what I bloody love. Look at the Aquarius constellation. Oh, I'll tell you what. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's so painful. Although, one thing I do love about that scene is the bloody
1: old lady security guard that's for who? some reason employed. Okay, here we go. New segment of the show. Actors. Actors is popping up in other films right (laughs) let's talk about let's talk about that old lady for a second who's that security guard do you recognize her from a film we've previously reviewed oh my god i don't rent it but the fact that you're saying that makes me very excited nathan have you ever heard of a little film called happy gilmore (laughs)
0: Oh, my God!
1: No! What? How did I not
0: look this up?
1: Ah! So, that old lady plays uh, Happy Gilmore's mother in the film Happy Gilmore, which we have already reviewed on Classic Movie Banter, just for a fun fact. Now, there is also another Happy Gilmore cameo that occurs in this film. Oh.
0: Oh, I know which one you're talking about now. And, Brenton, I lost my shit when I saw him at the end of the movie.
1: So... There's after credit scenes in Inspector Gadget, which is insane oh, yeah. to me that they thought they put so many of them in this film. And uh one of I them... I like to
0: think that these are the deleted scenes that they literally just chop down to like ten seconds each and just chuckle.
1: Well what's them in. interesting is is that like usually your after credit scenes are like fleshing out some things that you need to understand. And they thought they needed to flesh out the henchman for some reason. They thought yeah. he was the guy that needed some fleshing out. And he needed fleshing out, but like by that point, I hated that like henchman. I hated when you, I, mean, I mean, but my point is, is like when your lead characters need still need fleshing out, and they're not getting scream time. It's a bit concerning. Anyway, they decide to give him a f- bit of fleshing out and show him after the the fact, the events of this film, and they show mm. him at like a at a support group for henchmen. Um... And saying that they won't like ask kiss anymore or whatever, and but who's sitting, sitting front and center in that and fucking therapy group is our great friend from Happy Gilmore, who plays the uh, the ex co employee of Happy Gilmore, who he shot prior to the film's events with a nail gun and it hit him in the head, and who be- then becomes like a close uh, I guess supporter of Happy Gilmore throughout the film and. Uh, It's Jaws. They got Jaws for
0: this movie. Yeah, dude. And he rocks up with the fucking silver teeth.
1: Dude, It's Jaws. I know. I know. It's insane. So that Um, raises questions then. Does that mean this is in
0: Bond continuity? Like, in the Bond universe, for some reason, there's also
1: Inspector Gadget, since that is Jaws? Well, this is the thing that I was thinking about. Like, I I thought that there's a possible (laughs) crossover. Between James oh, Bond, like, Daniel Craig, <laughs> and Matthew Broderick. <laughs> like, oh taken my God. down... Imagine,
0: like, James Bond's going off against Rami Malek in 2020, and then bloody, like, Matthew Broderick rocks up. Like, like he back, choppers bitches. in,
1: He choppers in and, like, lands down, and he sprays Rami with, like, toothpaste or something. <laughs> and then just Rami just Malek is like, I have an Oscar. What am I doing here? Like- <laughs> Speaking of Matthew Broderick, we have to talk about, since we're still in spoilers, I guess, like, in the context of the where we are in the show but we have to talk about the other character that matthew broderick plays in this oh my goodness (laughs) this is so stupid Nathan. why is this in the movie this is genuinely terrifying horrifying
0: i was more scared from this fucking robot matthew broderick than i've been in any of the horror films that we've reviewed exorcist science of the lambs all of it this is the scariest
1: this is it, man. This is like and I remember being like disturbed by it, like unsettled by it as a child, but watching it again, I was just like who, who who approved that? Who said action and then cut and then like <laughs> I don't think that's a perfect then, way of like encapsulating the movie. Like, who approved this? Like who, everything. <laughs> who who wrapped Matthew Broderick like on on Gogo on Ex- Inspector Gadget when like that was not a performance that was like like anywhere near They like mannequin him.
0: They like... He's got like these weird wide pupils and these like... You know the mask? The Jim Carrey mask? Like his teeth? Yeah. They put put those in Matthew Broderick and like he's just... And for some reason he's got a spider inside of him that serves a purpose later on in the movie but he's got like a fucking spider inside of him and like... (laughs) And he just runs about and he, like, <laughs> and he decides to destroy the entire town. There's one shot where it's like literally like apocalypse. Like, he's like destroyed the entire city. And, like, he just goes apeshit for no reason.
1: Oh, it's and it's like trying to, like, evoke Jurassic Park. Like, this whole bit when he's coming forward is oh. the. And it's oh, yeah. No, 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 no.
0: It's trying to evoke Godzilla because there's one Japanese bloke oh, who's no, running away is. from yeah, the yeah, robot. Yeah, totally. And he's like, this is
1: why I left Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sorry, I didn't actually find that that funny. I was just like, "It's that racist is just such for starters." A, it's, like- it's just like, what? Uh, the other reason uh. I want to bring up Matthew Broderick in that part as well is because uh, that was the scene I was like really done. That fight scene between the two gadgets just on goes on bridge, for like, oh. too long. Like they're fighting like in the limo and in the ga- uh, gadget mobile, and then that takes them onto the bridge where they spend like I swear to God, it's about ten to fifteen minutes of screen time like fighting this horrible fight it. that's not and like, interesting and he finally at the end of it he finally uses his bloody helicopter hat and I
0: kept as soon as he pulled out I'm like why did you not use this earlier I know like the amount of situations this bloody helicopter hat could have solved it's like it's so stupid and then when they're bloody falling off the building at the end and he says he says umbrella and it fucking pops up out of his head as he's catching the scientists as they're falling that umbrella should not have broken there for Brenton.
1: Hey, sometimes logic just goes out the door.
0: Speaking of logic out the door, one thing I did love about the lack of logic in this movie is that when we go to Claw's office, yeah. like <laughs> and we go to his and we see his desk and it has his net worth in like the biggest fucking font. Like like you're on Wall Street, and his desk is like the size of like a fucking like canteen table. And it's just got his net
1: worth just like bleeping up in front of him. Ah Dude, it's that's so great. good. Dude, that's great! Like Rupert Everett's my favorite part of this film because it's so so, great. It's so. That's the thing, like when he was in the
0: helicopter at the end. That's what I was talking about before when I said he goes crazy. Like he's just screaming wild shit. Oh my god!
1: But it is hilarious and kind of kind of great at the same time. Like it's it's incredible.
0: I love that. Also, when when he when he when Claw has that scene where he's choosing the different hands, and for some reason the scientist has made a chopstick hand. Yeah, it's like, yeah.
1: Why would you not just have a regular hand and then pick up chopsticks? It's because like, then you could not have that gag,
0: Nathan. And it because because if he's trying to blend in, like if he's done with the chopsticks, he has to
1: change hands in front of someone, which means he gives up the game. Wait, wait. What would be funny was if he then spent the day, because he couldn't change his hand because he wanted to blend in, with just, like, chopsticks, like, constantly attached to his
0: (laughs) (laughs) hand. He's just using it just all throughout the day. Be like, oh, why are you still holding chopsticks? He's like, oh, this is how I prefer to hold my pen. Like, you know, he's just, oh, it's so stupid. Like, oh. Even his plan is very reminiscent of bloody Jeff Bridges in the first Iron Man. You know, where he's trying to build his own robot version, and he's like... Oh, it just—it takes the worst out of everything, doesn't it? But,
1: but also, like that was kind of the plan. But then he revealed that he was trying to, like, basically make him—I think it was like—make a monopoly on like war and like he was going to be a war so or something. Vague. It's and, just generic villain and it's bullshit, so, isn't it? It doesn't—it doesn't make any sense though. Like his speech where he like tells gadget his motivation. His motivation one is illogical, and I wasn't actually sure what it was. Mm. Um, which again, great writing. Um. But also, like, again, it just comes back to this paper thin plot thing that we keep talking about.
0: It's, it's horrible. And one thing I hate about it as well with, with the story is that it's so cheesy. Like, like I said before, what's that film we, we reviewed ages back that I said was too cheesy? Whatever that one was, it's even more cheesier than that. This is the most cheesy film I think I have ever seen before. It's more cheesy, it's, it's got more cheese mm. than a bloody cheese factory, mate. Like, I, Nathan, Nathan, what type of cheese is it, though? Just quickly. Oh, I wish it was bloody gooey, but I feel like this is like the the shitty plastic cheese you mm. get at Coles or Woolies for like Ooh, twenty cents. Damn.
1: That was a, that was a, that was brutal, but necessary, yeah.
0: Yeah, the plastic cheese that I can't believe it's not cheese, cheese. Like, oh god, I, oh, I just can we can we segue to a new segment? I want I want to talk about, well, not new, that's a different segment. I want to talk about if you think this movie is worth the reboot, Brenton. Done well with this premise, do you think this is worth a reboot in twenty nineteen?
1: No. Really? No, I don't, like, I don't... Really? I don't... I don't have a desire to watch another Inspector Gadget, like, to be, to be, to be frank. Um, Because it could, with the superhero movie
0: craze that we're in right now, it could stand alongside.
1: Mate, I don't need something else to add on to it. Like, 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 maybe, maybe it would go all right, but... And maybe if it was like <laughs> if
0: so, Marvel got the rights to inspect a Gadget, no, and bloody Kevin no. Feige came down. It would
1: have to. Uh, it would have to be so, like a different distributor, a different production company, someone that actually had some care with it for it to be any remotely chance of being <gasps> interesting. What about record. a
0: dark gritty reboot of it?
1: No, no, I don't want that at all. I'd like this is the <laughs> thing. Do you want to see him try and do a dark gritty reboot? No, no. It's like, gosh, go, go no. gadget
0: blade, and he like just cuts himself. He's like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> go, go, gadget, alcohol. What if it was, like, leaving Las Vegas, but we re- it was revealed that Nicolas Cage used to be Inspector Gadget? <laughs> and we find out that's the trauma. <laughs> and he's just, like, at the bar. And he's like, oh, go, go, gadget, cigarettes. And he
1: just, like, whips out some camels, and he's like, oh, it's too hard. <laughs> it's, like, time to go home. And then he just goes, go, go, gadget, chopper. And then he just, like, <laughs> <fucking> goes, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> go
0: go gadget prostitute. Like it's just. Oh man, oh. dude! Like, oh. look, do you know I anything d- about the sequel? By the way, have you um? Have I've you never seen the sequel one? to this.
1: No, never. I've never seen the sequel. I know that there's a female gadget. I'm pretty sure. Like, there's a. It's there's a female a... updated model. Yeah. Like, right.
0: oh, that's another thing I fucking hated in this movie. When like, um, they were saying when he was like he ra- he ran out of his bloody chip, and they're like, oh, maybe he doesn't need the chip because he's got heart.
1: I literally like. Gagged. I was like, "Ugh!" when I heard that line. I'd like to just talk about one more thing in spoilers before we move on. It's a very quick thing, but I gotta talk about the other robot alter ego that's in this film for like a few minutes, and that is the version of is it Barbara. I'm pretty sure the scientist is called. Um, oh my god I forgot about her Jesus because your mind was like dealing with the trauma of watching her on screen and had to like delete that character from your memory she exists for like a bit of a a plot point of just like of the real version of that character realising that the villain is the villain and then she just jumps off the building that character like, does
0: not need to exist. And survives just, by the way, her fall. Like, oh,
1: and then we have to revisit her in the post credit shit. Like it's just ridiculous. God, I I'm getting that. like I'm getting more annoyed at this movie the more we <laughs> yeah, talk about The more it, we yeah. talk about this movie, the more we hate it. Like, oh okay, just
0: let's let's look let's how do they make this, Brenton?
1: Oh Nathan, let's get into this because there's some interesting stuff here, I think look, anyway. Look, um, do you want to know
0: why it's so short, Brenton? I'd love to know. <laughs> because after a test screening, the film was cut down to seventy-eight minutes from the original one hundred and ten-minute version. Gosh. So originally, this thing was just under two hours, and that's why I said earlier I postulate that they, that they these deleted scenes, these like thirty minutes of deleted scenes, they sprinkled into the credits. I reckon like bloody the talking dog, Penny with the watch, all that kind of shit. I reckon that was all deleted from the movie, which would have made it even more incoherent. Like, I liked... It's amazing that it was even worse in the test screenings. Oh,
1: the... I mean, yeah, this was the best version. I mean, I've got something else I wanted to talk about, which was the casting of Claw. Oh, Uh, yeah.
0: i got a whole bloody thing on casting, mate. So you bloody launched this rocket.
1: Mate, do you know that Tim Curry, Tim motherfucking Curry, was considered for the role of Claw? Like, I... Don't get me wrong. Rupert Everett, as this film stands, the best part of this film. But, oh, yeah. can you imagine <laughs> Tim Curry as... Cla- <laughs> Tim Curry...
0: I don't know how that would have happened. Like there's I, I there's a lot of interesting casting decisions like that that were in the development of this, of this movie because originally so Renton, this this project had the highest of highs. You know Martin Scorsese was considered to direct. <laughs> and at one point Steven Spielberg, a fan of the 80s cartoon, was considered being the film's executive producer, but oh. he was too busy on save it private Ryan to do it. Oh no. So Scorsese left, Spielberg left, the two giants of 20th century cinema. And instead, we have this fucker who, I don't even know his name, who directed it. And the cast for this was going to be amazing. Cameron Diaz was lined up to be the bloody um, scientist, Brenda. Jeez. And I don't know if that would have improved too much of it. The interesting stuff comes from bloody Inspector Gadget. So yeah, um, Chevy Chase and Steve Martin were considered for it. For the, Brendan Fraser was also considered. Wow. Jim Carrey was almost considered. Wow. Yeah. For um Inspector Gadget as well, Kevin Klein, Steve Carell, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen and Robin Williams are all considered for the role. So Tim oh, Allen Lord. actually was in the mix.
1: Jeez. That's in that's pretty crazy. Like but What's interesting is that do you think it
0: would any of these actors would have improved the movie dramatically? Even no, Robin Williams? No.
1: Maybe maybe Robin, yeah. Maybe I, Robin
0: Williams because he would have riffed and probably rewrote half the movie, but like Totally. Yeah. I would have loved to see bloody Jesus, like like Steve Carell, like '90s Steve Carell, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and, maybe another fun thing about the casting: Lindsay Lohan turned down the role of Penny. Yeah, really? That's insane. Yeah. So again, you so know, know when people... Lindsay Lohan turns down your movie, that's when you're onto something, like... But
1: there were so many people again attached to this, and it's just like what? Like these people considered like being a part of this. I think they know? were just
0: desperate with this shit movie that they asked literally everyone.
1: I mean, hey. Hey. And it's kind of sad that after
0: everyone that said no, Matthew Broderick said yes, because it kind of shows where he sits.
1: <laughs> totally. Here comes to everyone else. One more casting. Oh, actually, do you have any more facts? I do. Uh, I just wanted to say this one. This is a waste of a certain candy, favorite candy of mine. More than 150,000 Skittles spill in the mobile after it crashes into Skolex's limo. 150,000 skittles Also, why did they get real skittles? Also exactly. like Exactly how much of the movie's budget
0: went towards 150k Skittles? Like, Dude, what a product placement. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it? Because they just fucking roll off onto the road. It's not like, like Penny picks one up and starts eating it. Hey, it's dude. Like...
1: No, dude. There's a scene in the film when she's singing all Star. she presses a button, she gets a handful of Skittles and she downs them and then kind of oh. gives a smile as though, fuck, that one's good. It's the, <laughs> it's so blatant. It's ridiculous.
0: The product placement in this movie is just egregious. Like, I just...
1: <laughs> it is. I, just, I can't. Truly. I can't,
0: honestly. <laughs> That's another thing we didn't talk about. The product placement. It's just <laughs> Oh, it's it's I'm done with this, honestly. Like like oh, I, I have some more fun casting stuff. Um for the gadget mobile, before whatever they hired, Eddie Murphy was considered. Oh dear. And for Doctor Claw, Brenton, you're gonna lose your shit. Do you know who was in line to play Doctor Claw? Uh, who? Willem Defoe.
1: Oh, that that brilliant, beautiful man.
0: That genius. Uh, Genius, incredible man! Oh, I wished Willem Defoe was in it. No, I don't. No, I, I, no, I, we I, don't. No, no. But oh, I can only imagine what Willem Dafoe. you imagine him as a claw? He would have. He would have literally done what he would have done for Norman Osborn. Like he, I <laughs> think you know, he's just like he's like oh, the itsy bitsy gadget climbed up the water spout as like gadgets coming into his building. Like oh,
1: Out am I
0: <laughs> as he's being hurled off the bloody building? Like oh. Oh would have been great. Oh, don't tell Harry. He's, he's <laughs> Nathan. Mm? Can we look at this movie's poster? Let's look at this film's poster, Brenton Yeah.
1: Look, as far as posters go, I don't hate it. No, I actually think it's probably one of the best things about the movie. To be <laughs> that that. Wait, me- for for that... listeners
0: who don't know what the poster looks like, it's um, it's bloody Matthew Broderick.
1: <laughs> He's just, he's on the,
0: he's, okay, so imagine like this big gadget wheel and on the left is, 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 um, claw and on the right is Inspector Gadget and Matthew Broderick's like kind of doing this like kind of pistol motion with his fingers and he's kind of tip at the top of his hat, like Google this poster if you can or go to our YouTube video and like, and he's kind of extending it out with his gadget thing and like Rupert Everett's looking very sinister with his claw. Like they're both pulling very weird expressions.
1: They are, they are, and they don't pull these expressions at any point during the film. That's the other thing that's concerning about this as well. That's the thing! Like, like, yeah. It's funny, knowing if you knew nothing about the movie,
0: you would think this looks extremely accurate to the source material, so you would walk in with very high hopes.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I will say this as well, that this is probably, this poster is probably one of the, like I said, one of the only redeeming qualities of this film. That and the Mm. soundtrack probably as well. But uh, we Yeah, I love the music in it. But we also have, uh, like, this weird logo that's, like, the Inspector Gadget. So, it's Inspector Gadget, and then it's, like, you have this weird... (laughs) It's, like, him doing the splits, like... It's, like, him doing the splits, and then, like, surrounded by, like, a a cog or something. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I guess the logo's all right. Like, I don't know, I don't think... I don't really know what I would do to improve the, the poster, frankly.
1: No, it's pretty good. I'd probably get rid of the car, the Gadget mobile. I don't think we need it.
0: Yeah yeah I love the I love this sli I love the slogan the greatest hero ever assembled and then it says underneath it go go this July
1: oh damn they d- Brenton, did we go go mate we go go we <laughs> I was about to <laughs> we I was go 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 home to <laughs> to complain <laughs> about this movie I was about to bloody quote um Hillary Clinton then with a <laughs> <laughs> go go Pokemon <laughs> go, go to the polls, all right oh my god dude oh no <laughs> oh. All, poli- oh. all politics or whatever aside, or personalities aside, that quote is the worst thing ever. But also <laughs> the best thing. It's kind of like this movie. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, it's very
0: nineties as well, isn't it? Bloody Clinton hanging about. Like there you go. Title talk. Did 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 it? Was there Inspector Gadget and in Inspector Gadget? Mate, perfect title. Can't can't go yeah, past that. Yeah, you wouldn't beat it. I'll give it that. But like. Uh, even, you know what, if they do reboot it, I think they should call it, not Inspector Gadget, they should call it Go Go Gadget. They won't, but sure. <laughs> they won't remake it. I, I stand by it. I think I would enjoy an updated thing of this. I would really love it. I think it'd be fun, but right. but maybe I'm alone in it.
1: All right, well, you you you, know, you you can drag me to that, and I will drag you to Cats. So <laughs> Tell you know. what,
0: though, Disney has the IP, and if we know anything about Disney and IP, they will make literally everything. This is true.
1: But Nathan, now that we've had our say and we've shown our power, shall, shall we pass, we pass that the torch? power to the people? Power! We will pass it! Power to the people, let's pass it to the people, the power. Inspector Gadget, power to the people. boom. All right. Brenton's like As long as I get to sing I'm just
0: happy to be here He's like You don't see this When we're recording this But Brenton does a little dance As he sings as well And and it's, it's quite entertaining It's a little jig it's one little... week it's fox Foxtrot, another week it's hip-hop. Like, I'm waiting for you to do an interpretive dance one week, Brent.
1: Mate, I'm going to rip out the Charleston next time. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Rotten Tomatoes, everyone
0: has common sense, because it, it's Rotten, <laughs> Brent. There no beating around the bush. Like 21% of critics gave liked it, and bloody 18% of audience scores liked it. So, And you know what? 275,000 people went to Rotten Tomatoes wow. to say they didn't like this movie. So, if that's
1: something, there you go. So, what did the people say? Keith Simanton from Seattle Times: If seven hundred monkeys typed for seven hundred years, one of them would come up with Hamlet. Give them a week, and six would come up with Inspector Gadget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, is he wrong? Like, it'd be kind of oh, funny no. if the credits rolled past and, like, as it said, screenplay by it just had like six monkey names, like <laughs> <laughs> Bozo, <laughs> Gadmo, <laughs> like. Tutulu, the monkey. Like, oh. Dude, too good. Would have been great. Oh my God. This was actually written by Bloody, one of the monkeys from my Animals episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean B. Means from Film.com. He didn't like it. He said, <laughs> most of them didn't. He said, There's nothing like watching actors fighting their way out of a movie. They know it's crap. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. There is nothing quite like it. Yeah. Uh- I'm wondering if, like, in in like interviews since, I, we should do some proper research and see if like Rupert Everett or, or uh, Matthew Broderick has been intervi- interviewed about this movie since, like, if it's mentioned alongside. I their feel work.
1: like it's blacklisted. I feel like it's probably one of those things that you you're not allowed to mention when you interview any uh, either of those men. It's like you can talk about anything you like ex- except Inspector Gadget. You have know you know? seen
0: those YouTube videos where like they'll get an actor and they'll send him down and they'll talk about like maybe like the top ten or fifteen films of their career? You yeah, yeah, those videos, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Could you imagine they get Matthew Broderick? He starts talking about producers and all this shit, and then like he mentions Inspector Gadget, and he says, "That was a movie," and then just immediately cuts from it. Like <laughs> <laughs> immediately
1: cuts to like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Cody yeah, Clark, like, Mr. Showbiz from Mr. Showbiz. Inspector Gadget is the longest eighty movie, uh, eighty minute movie ever made. He's kind of got a point, Cody.
0: Probably. I mean, Cats was short too, but God, that crawled as well. Jesus. Jesus. Ugh. John R. McEwen from Film Quips Online. He said, "The appeal of this movie is in the gadgets. The script again takes a backseat to special effects. Oh, Three
1: out of five. I mean, it's he's not wrong. This this person's not wrong. Like, ugh, yeah, oh, it's true. Like,
0: it really does show. You know, it does sacrifice script for like special effects, and it's annoying because like the special effects don't hold up, and the movie should have known that. Like, like even when the Marvel movies in like thirty years." Eventually, outdate their special effects. At least there'll be a decent story lying underneath. Mm. But for films like this, it's like, what
1: are you thinking? Oh, not much, evidently. But Philadelphia mm. Daily News is thinking Broderick's natural <laughs> sense of humor adds a twist to Gadget, and this was a positive review, mate. I don't know what 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 drugs you've been smoking, but <laughs> Broderick. But, but on this
0: podcast, we we condone all drug taking when it comes to Inspector Gadget,
1: Broderick, Broderick has no natural sense of humour in this film like I think I think Broderick's a funny guy in some movies but like not in this it's not natural it's there's literally a scene where he wakes up in a hospital and he falls flat on his face and then he does this weird like thing like downward downward dog crawl up to, like, standing <laughs> position as his, like, feet kind of jiggle in and he's, the camera's on his ass. Is that, on, is that ass. what you're gonna... Like, it's like, that's not
0: natural. <laughs>
1: that's shit. Nothing is natural
0: about this movie. Is that what you were gonna mention when you said you had something to say about the hospital? Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dumb Matthew Broderick. I brought it back. Oh, I,
1: I got it in. I got it in there. You got it in.
0: Will L, he gave it a, a half star and he wrote, I laughed when Dr. Claude turned him off. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that when Dr. Claw turned <laughs> off Inspector Gadget, like that would have been the end of the movie. Like It just cut to credits then <laughs> and there.
1: I love that that's what they laughed at. That was the funniest. <laughs> oh. Oh, Tim oh, M. Tim M. Half a star as well. I'm not really sure how anyone could like anything about this movie unless you were a child. There's nothing to it except mailed-in performances and a horribly insulting premise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, Tim. You're not wrong at all. Uh, Greg W., two and a half stars. He wrote, interesting character <laughs> study. <laughs> wow. Who? What character? What study? All three uh, of those words have no place in this that's movie. That's been my favorite review so far. That's hilarious. What a troll. What a fucking troll. <laughs> interesting character study. What is the closest character you could say is a character study in this? Maybe maybe Claw? He,
1: nah, Maybe. Not, none of, Maybe. Actually, no. The fucking henchman who has like a yes. therapy, like yeah, who has the probably, he gets a body character, character. He probably gets the most character progression in this whole film, really. Which says something, doesn't it, Jesus? But Cody, the Dragon Samurai, says despite <laughs> the backlash from the critics. The backlash from the critics, this is still and will always be one of my childhood favourites of all time. Good for you, Cody. Yeah, Cody the Dragon Samurai, you do you, bro.
0: (laughs) He's living the life, isn't he? Lawrence of Canadia, great name. He wrote, My first encounter with the notion of transhumanism was so cute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i want to make a point of this brenton because this is actually a smart comment because like because transhumanism is interesting and like as a, as a topic it's fascinating and like there's so many things you could do with this theme you know totally. of, like of man becoming robot and what it means to be human and like and the role of law enforcement and all that kind of stuff and you could do interesting things with these themes and yet we're given this pile of shit movie
1: hey mate anything for a buck oh adam adam what a name says i think jeff goldblum is perfect for the role
0: <laughs> could you imagine this movie with jeff goldblum
1: i don't want to like i think my mind would just be blown instantly it just like i wouldn't be able just to handle like, it
0: uh um yeah so uh yeah uh go go gadget uh solution
1: <laughs> like oh it would
0: have been great brenton
1: nathan that was inspector
0: gadget that fucking hell that was Inspector Gadget. I'm so sorry, everyone. We did this movie. We'll 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 do something classic next week. I yeah. Promise. We'll,
1: we'll make it up to you. We'll make it up to you. But hey, you well, it's a
0: it's a bloody fifth. What is what's this rule we have? It's a bloody fifth Monday of every month. So we got James Bond lined up next week. So so come come over for that.
1: But in the meantime, uh, you know why don't why not take my suggestion? Take a dump. Uh, <laughs> listen to our uh, get this out of your system. <laughs> uh, listen to one of our episodes. I can't remember which one I mentioned before. All of them. They're all worth listening yeah, to. Yeah, listen to all of our episodes whilst popping on Inspector Gadget and do all three of those things at once and you'll have a great old time. And with that said, feel free to uh, tweet at us, feel free to catch us on YouTube, to catch us on the old SoundCloud. You know all the places where you can catch us. We are <laughs>
0: You know the corners that we're yeah. like. in. You know our address. So. <laughs> you, you
1: know the boys from Classic Movie Banter and you know we're always willing for a bit of banter, a bit of a chat. So let us know what you thought of him, Inspector Gadget. But uh, in the meantime, I just have one last thing to say and that is go go stop oh <sighs> <sighs>
0: jesus man that was a long gadget like yeah that, that's yeah. amazing
1: you have that up your sleeve brenton, yeah hey man just... i know hey on that note i think i should just head on home don't you think go go gadget chopper no, no, sh- bre-
0: uh, brenton this is there's barely there's only one window it's like where are you going Woo-hoo.